Have you ever been mourning grief or desperate in your life and, and you just stop and you think, oh, boy, God, I am just so blessed right now. Boy, this is just wonderful. God, could you pile on more grief for me because I just can't get enough of this blessedness. You see now why I feel very uncomfortable even commenting on what the blessedness is. But I do see Jesus trying to help us download a new imagination. An imagination that sort of pushes against the presumptions of the world. It invites us into what I'm going to call a kind of controlled chaos. A kind of imagination that opens us up to see a new reality that is actually right here, right now, but is also so far away, it's difficult to encounter, it's difficult to see, it's difficult to accept. It's this imagination that invites us to see our blessing when we're desperate, our blessing when we're at the point of tears, our blessing when we're feeling bullied and pushed around, blessing when we're feeling oppressed and like the world is stepping on top of us, a blessing when things are not going well at work, a blessing when things are not going well at church, a blessing when things aren't great in the home. There's some kind of hidden blessing there for Jesus. And I don't think that that means that, oh, everything's just going to turn out and it's going to be great and it's going to go the way that you want. I think there's something deeper abiding there. And I really wish I had more words to explain it to you. I wish I could just deliver it on a silver platter. But maybe it's just an invitation for us. Maybe it's an invitation for us to ask ourselves, how do our imaginations need to change so that we can follow in the footsteps of Jesus? How do our imaginations need to transform? And you know, I'm, I've been thinking a lot about the church while I was gone, and, I, and I've just wondered, that just as, as Fort Street, Presbyterian Church, how does our imagination need to change? There's so many of us here that think we'll, we'll be blessed when these pews are filled up again with people, right? There are some of us that feel really blessed when we get all of the committees filled and the committees doing their work and I am, I'm number one in that. I feel really blessed when that's happening, and we're, and we're seeing that. There are some of us that, that would feel blessed if we saw more little kids running around in the Donlin Center, more kids jumping off the stage <laughs> in the Great Hall. We would feel blessed if we had more, more, more of whatever we feel we're lacking. And the only thing I hear Jesus saying is, Actually, we might be blessed right now, you know? And so as you go this week, as we go this week, I would invite you to consider, or maybe I should say count your blessings. And just notice what you notice as you count them. Why am I calling all these things blessings? Where might there be other blessings? 
How does my idea of blessing square up with what Jesus is trying to do? Maybe if you come to an answer, send me an email or call, you know, give me a definition. So the next time I preach this, I actually, I've got something concrete to say, you know. How are we blessed? Even when we're at the bottom of everything. And how are we not blessed when somehow we've reached the top? So blessings to you as you go. Amen.